happen with a little dopamine deprivation, some intense stress, total isolation, and a general lack of focus that comes free inside with ADHD. I'm your host, Julie Posey. Let's get started with episode 6, where I give you a caregiver update, then I reveal the results of my DNA and recently acquired physical trait reports. Well, things are going fairly well during the whole isolation proclamation situation. It has its good points and it has its bad points, but I the good news is I haven't gotten lost in over a month and I haven't needed GPS either. I don't really need that to get to the bathroom, I guess. At least not yet. I'm not real sure if my husband's okay with all the changes, though. He loves the isolation and not having to talk to people, leave the house, or have to hug anyone. Shoot, he's been training for this for 28 years. The part he's having the most problems with, though, is staying home with me 24-7, 365, even on Easter. One night he was watching TV and he got up to go to the bathroom and when he returned, I had changed the living room furniture around. And that really messed up his whole evening. I'm still hearing about how that's a form of abuse and how it's just not normal. He's always saying something about feeling abused. One day he got on the phone with my bestie and he asked her what it meant when his wife put the bathtub mat in upside down and the little suction cups were sticking to his feet. She told him it meant that he was married to me. Not real sympathetic, but she was factual. Soon he'll be calling nursing homes to verify that they really do have a no-visitors policy and that the policy is strictly enforced, especially with a spouse. Now, someone gifted me with a DNA test kit that, so that I could find out where I came from since I couldn't seem to remember where I'm going. When you go to get that kit registered, there's all kinds of disclaimers making you aware of the fact that your curiosity could reveal some unexpected things and make you brace yourself for that ugly skeleton that breaks out of the locked trunk in the basement and comes leaping up the stairs to meet the family. Okay, thank you for the warning, but I am who I am, and I can accept all of that. I do have to tell you that I've had these results, and I've been mulling them over for about 16 months, but I only had the ancestry reports. Then I got bored and started contributing to the research studies. After answering about 2,691 of their questions, I must have shown up on their radar and they sent me email letting me know that they unlocked my health and trait reports. I'll get to the trait reports after I tell you about my ancestry. Now, all my life, I would meet people and some of them would ask me if I had Chinese in my ancestral background and others would inquire about the possibility of a Native American background. Well, as it turns out, I am 51.8% British and Irish. Irish? Oh, that's time for an Irish toast then. Don't be breaking your shin on a stool that's not in your way. Hmm, that's very profound. The report also revealed that I'm 21.5% French and German. Well, that's awesome, but I kind of suspected the German for a while. German? Should I eat more German chocolate as a tribute to my lineage? And they listed a whole bunch of other ethnic groups that I shared a teeny tiny little bit of DNA with. There was also a puzzling fact in the whole collection of reports. 
Let me just read you that so that I can get it right. Okay, you have 315 Neanderthal variants. This is more Neanderthal variants than 95% of our customers. Wait, what? Are you saying that I'm part caveman? I'm sending y'all some more spit. I demand a recount. After learning that piece of information, I started heading down a deep, dark rabbit hole in an effort to learn more. I first found an article, Surprising Ways Your Neanderthal Genes May Affect You, written by Garrett Laporto, a contributor on the Huffington Post website. Now let me read you a couple of paragraphs of that article. The DRD47R gene makes you think like a Neanderthal. If you've got this Neanderthal gene activated, you become sensation-seeking, risk-taking, impulsive, and highly creative. You don't think like modern humans, you think differently. Welcome to the tribe. We're ADHD, bipolar, addictive personalities. One might wonder, are these people mad or genius? And the answer is, yes, we are. We are mad and genius. We love to ride that fine line between genius and insanity. We bring that double-edged sword to the table. Oh, baby, I'm not alone. I've found my tribe. Okay, that described me all the way, but I really needed something scientific, so I went over to psychologytoday.com. That's where I found another article. The Curious Personality of the DRD47R Allele. Jurification, Risk-Taking, and Greater Attention to Negativity by John Pement, M-A-M-S. I hope I pronounced his name right. I'll read you a couple of paragraphs of that article, too. In recent years, the DRD4 gene has remained the target of attention for its association with a number of key staples of common behavioral disorders and illnesses. ADHD, schizophrenia, and excessive gambling, to name a few. The use of dopamine within the brain typically facilitates executive functioning and decision-making, reward and feel-good systems, and motor functioning, and for these reasons, dopamine-related dysfunction is often associated with problematic behavior. Problematic behavior. So basically, ADHD originated with the caveman, then, all the way down through all the generations, dumped all of its traits on me. Okay, I am what I am. Now let's talk about those traits. Upon reading the reports on all these traits that my DNA dictates, I realized I have an enormous amount of things to be thankful for. There are things that DNA can do to a person, and it's not always a pretty situation. Are you ready to hear some of these great revelations? Number one, there is an 85% chance that I have never had and never will have dandruff. Yay! I can now grow old knowing there won't be any frosted flakes on me. Two, I have above average odds of hating the sound of others chewing. Ugh, way above average. That is one thing that will in fact drive me crazy. Just stop already. I went so far as to stop allowing chips and crunchy cereal in the house. Yep, I traded Jerry's Honey Nut Cheerios for oatmeal. Then I skipped breakfast. Number three, there are slightly higher odds that I would dislike cilantro. Not accurate. 
I really do like cilantro. I think it's because I'm an herb fan and because I'm a huge fan of authentic Mexican food and it usually has cilantro in it. Number four. Here's more good news. I'm less likely than the average person to sneeze after eating dark chocolate and less likely than the average person to sneeze when exposed to sunlight. I can now stop hiding in my closet and I can now eat dark chocolate in broad daylight. Life is good. Number five. There is a 73% chance that I don't have a unibrow. Now I never have had, but now it has become a thing I constantly investigate. I'm looking at my eyebrows all the time. It's usually when I clean my ears. Number six. There's only a 2% chance that I would have back hair. Man, that is some great news because with all the pressure of shaving my legs and checking for the unibrow, I can't be stressed out about how in the world I'm going to shave my back too. Number seven. This is a good one too. There is actually a genetic marker that indicates how much a person is likely to move in their sleep. Who knew? According to my DNA test, I'm likely to move at least 16 times per hour in my sleep. I sure wish I'd have known that piece of information sooner in life. Look, babe, don't you be blaming me for your lack of sleep. I'm genetically predisposed to change positions and take the covers with me about every two minutes. Deal with it. Didn't cavemen drag their blankets around? You have been listening to My ADHD Moment Live with your host, Julie Posey. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before I go, I want to invite you to follow me on social media. Those links are in the show notes and on my website at myadhdmoment.live. Then, stay tuned for next week where we explore another ADHD moment. It's not scripted, it's ADHD.